welcome to the Highfield Youth Podcast. This is Jess and here with me today chatting is John. Hello John. Hey. Hello, how are you? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Good. Yeah, good. It's what, quarter to twelve on a Saturday and I'm eating breakfast. That good. sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a um, So I was, so here's my first question for you, it's a bit random. Um, you are like quite a techie person. You like, you know, you like things to work well. So I wondered if you had a favourite lockdown hack. Like, is there anything that's been like super fun in lockdown that you've like made work really well with your super techie brain? <laughs> um, so I quite like board games, mm-hmm. um, but that's quite hard to play over Zoom. Yeah. So we've we've had some quite interesting contraptions built over tables with bits of string and tripods balancing phones to be able to kind of do a bird's eye view of a board game to be able to play it with someone. So that's fun. Um, yeah, that was quite fun. We but um lockdown's really we're finding it a bit weird because we're um getting to to speak to people much more than we would normally do outside of lockdown, which is quite nice. So we've played ticket to ride with people in uh, with a friend in sheffield we've played welcome to do you know the game welcome to no that's uh, a good one we've played that with some uh, with some people um we've played pandemic ironically fantastic <laughs> game um code names for someone in russia that was fun um yeah done loads of things so there are there are good apps out there that would be what i would say there are some good things to be done yeah it's nice isn't it we can keep playing even though we're in lockdown now, John, we we all know you at the edge um, as the one who makes us eat gross stuff at the edge, <laughs> which I'm not going to lie is one of my lockdown highlights that there isn't the danger I might be made to eat worms on a Friday night. Um, what do you do apart from that? <laughs> I'm so looking forward to being able to place my next order for Creepy Coolies. <laughs> so uh, you spoke to Anna in the last podcast and she yeah. studied at Royal Wife College of Music and Drama, which is where I studied as well but it's probably not a surprise that I didn't study anything anywhere near as sophisticated as the harp. I studied (laughs) stage management and technical theatre. My job now is to make um, design equipment that's used in TV and theatres and concerts and all that sort of stuff, and then train people and support the people that use them. So that's what I do. And you're also (laughs) service support deacon at church. I had to think about what your title was. Um, (laughs) I know that you flick all the switches and stuff on a Sunday um, so that you can, um, like, we can YouTube church at the moment. Why why do you do all the service support support stuff? And I mean this as a compliment, really. Why are you such a perfectionist about it? Uh, Yeah, so service support is just a bit of a posh way of saying I oversee the team that yeah, like you say, press all the buttons. Make sure you can hear what you're meant to hear, make sure you can see what you're meant to see, all that sort of stuff. I do it because... So in the edge and the gen, what talks are like 10, 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Roughly. And yeah. I've seen how long leaders spend preparing those 10, 15 minutes. They spend forever, like hours and hours, making sure that that's a rock solid talk. So just imagine how long it takes to do an hour and a half service with worship and a sermon and all this sort of stuff. People spend hours and hours and hours on it. And then it's really annoying when tech means it doesn't work or means that people get distracted or the points messed and it annoys me and so because of that I think I'm well suited to it because (laughs) if it doesn't work we throw it out and we get something that does work and so hopefully over the last two years you found less issues on Highfield but yeah I am a bit of a perfectionist I'm a bit of an overthinker 
Like, so if you're like in lighting and stuff though, surely, as in sometimes we have some fun lights going on at the front of church and like at Christmas and stuff and at holiday club, there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Why not do that normally? Yeah, it's really fun, isn't it? Um, Yeah, so I focus on lighting. That's where my kind of my passion is rather than sound. It's a bit. So you're right. Lots of churches go all out on like set and lighting and really loud bands and big projection screens and all that sort of stuff. But, and that's fine if that's what they want to do, but we don't do that for normal services because my degree at Welsh College was all about how to play with people's emotions using this sort of stuff. And it's really easy to, you know, you can be loud and then you can be quiet. You can be fast and you can be slow. You can be bright and then be dark. You've got emotional words, emotional imagery, all that sort of stuff that can really play with people's emotions. Um, and it's, it's because of all that you feel great when you go to a concert or you go to a festival and you feel really buzzing after it or you watch children in need and you feel sad and you really want to donate money. It's because we're, we're, um, emotions are being manipulated by all this tech stuff. But Jesus didn't need any of that to change people's lives back when he was on the earth. And he doesn't need us to have any of that stuff now. Um, the Bible is plenty enough and Jesus is everything that we need to be able to change lives and to have our lives changed. So I don't want to bring in tech that's going to give us kind of false, short-lived um, buzzes and energy highs when actually Jesus can do that for us, but they can be permanent. Yeah, like permanent, secure hope of eternal life with him, which is what we've been hearing about in Colossians isn't it? We don't need anyone else to know God or to grow. I, I also think it's really distracting, do you not think? When yeah. you go to things like, we're called service support, but actually if we're just going to distract people with funky lighting and loud music, we're fighting against the service, not supporting it. So yeah. That's true. Um, how has all this changed in lockdown? Because um, you couldn't even do lighting and stuff if you wanted to at the moment. Yeah, lockdown's been really interesting from a, a tech point of view. It's been really good fun. There were 10 days between receiving the first phone call from the elders saying, we might want you to have a look into the possibilities of maybe streaming the service one day. So from that phone call, there were 10 days to the first service being streamed and going on YouTube. And there was a ton of stuff to do in that time, but it's been really good fun. I, I hardly slept the night before the first one. Like, I think I got about three hours sleep. I was up at like 5 a.m. just testing it and testing it and testing it to make sure it worked. But it's a really good opportunity. I've got friends and family that wouldn't normally come to church, but that are watching the stream services on YouTube. So that's amazing. We have about, how many people do you reckon we get on a Sunday morning? About 400 people on a Sunday morning? Yeah. Normally? Yeah. In the chapel? Um, and one of our services had 4,000 views, which wow. is mad. Doesn't mean they've watched the whole service, but it does mean there's definitely more than a normal Sunday in the yeah. chapel. Um, so we've got a massive opportunity to tell people about Jesus that we wouldn't normally be able to tell. And I think I would find it quite scary to walk into a church building that I've never walked into. But it's not scary just to pick up your phone and subtly watch a bit of a service and see what it's like. And if you don't like it, you just move on. And if you do like it, great it's a good opportunity to tell our friends about it and get them to to watch it because it's not scary and there's nothing to lose that is totally true and honestly john every sunday i am very grateful that i get to be part of church i know there's other people now sort of involved and stuff and they're working really hard too but thanks for getting it there are 
I had last Sunday off. It was amazing. <laughs> I was still late for church, even when it was at home and I had nothing to do. I was still madly making my breakfast during the first song. I don't think you're alone in that. I think there's quite a lot of people <laughs> bringing their breakfast to church these days. Um, last few questions. What are you missing about the Ed? I'm missing Dunai. I think they're really fun. Playing Irish Snap and Jungle Speed or playing ridiculous music during Dunai. I'm missing Barbie Girl in German is a fine favourite that we have just not heard at the edge for a few weeks now. Uh, it's, it's very sad. Um, I'm missing the creativity of the talks. So we're, we're doing talks on, on Zoom, but there, you know, there's not so much you can do. Whereas when we're meeting together, we've had we've made up Lion's Den. We installed that window up in the Pierce Hall that Daniel could look through. We've done silly dramas. We've had thousands of sheets of bits of paper when we were discussing um, the Library of the Bible. We took an iPhone apart when we were talking about, you know, all this sort of bizarre stuff that we do for talk where it's a bit hard to do that on Zoom. So I'm missing all of that. Um, I really enjoy just hanging around in reception at the beginning and at the end and chatting to people. Yeah. Zoom is yeah zoom's fine for catching up on people but it's not a permanent solution is it it's, no. i was thinking like back in genesis god created adam and he said it's not good for him to be alone i need to make him a helper um so god knows that we're not we're not designed to be alone we're not designed to be in isolation um but i am very thankful that we've got zoom and youtube and all this stuff so it's not quite so bad but it's not a permanent solution looking forward to seeing everyone again yeah also, do you not think the first edge wide game when we get back into the chapel is going to be epic? We definitely need to have a big wide game when we're back. Um, last, <laughs> last, last question. Um, have you got a song that sums up the week? <laughs> Those that come to the edge know that my song choices are not not the best. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I don't know what song I choose, but seeing as I mentioned it earlier, I'm going to give it to you as a present. If you have not listened to Barbie Girl in German, you need to check that out google it um it will make your weekend excellent okay that's what people need to probably need. not the answer you wanted was it jess you wanted I something mean, a lot more no that's great <laughs> girl in german is your song to some <laughs> um, thank you very much for having a chat it's been great to talk to you yeah it's great to catch up see you um next week on friday yes next friday for the edge bye bye see you later well, that was my lovely chat with John. Um, join me next time when we're going to be catching up with Reese from the gym.